Hey, welcome to the Internalist Podcast. Stories of change for people who want to change their story. We discuss what it takes to get unstuck, build courage and take action. I'm your courage coach, Fiona Christie. Come join the conversation over at our Facebook group, The Internalists, and connect with like-minded change seekers. Welcome back to this episode of The Internalist View. Today, I've got a really exciting guest. I'm going to be talking to Sarah Manuel. And Sarah is going to be talking about celebrating your difference and uncovering your purpose. So when you celebrate your differences, you give yourself the greatest gift because you are able to uncover your purpose. You are unique and it's that uniqueness that helps others celebrate theirs. When you own your challenges, your life obstacles, you are then able to find the courage to step into the shoes that you long to fill. Sarah will talk about how owning her disability enabled her to find her purpose. Welcome, Sarah. I'm so excited to have you on the show. Thanks, Fiona. I'm really excited to be here. So um, we did, I'll just let the listeners know that we did have a few internet issues uh, last time we tried to record this. And um, as you know, going across the wire, sometimes things don't uh, do that well, but we'll try and get our um, session recorded today. So Sarah, um, oh, it's so good to have you here. And I know that um, this is a topic that's dear to a lot of people's heart, finding their purpose. I know in my coaching practice, I would often have people say, I have no idea what it is I want to do. But what I know is that people always know, they just haven't dug underneath to actually realize that actually it's there sitting in the room all the time. So Sarah, do you want to tell us a brief story about you and why you're here and where you're from? And So I'm so glad to be here because it has taken, it took me years to uncover, like you said, what was obvious and what was sitting right in front of me. I just didn't want to acknowledge it. And what I mean by that is I live my life in a wheelchair. I would, I have a genetic disability where I was, I've never been able to walk and I'm very weak. Um, and because of that, the doctors told my parents I wouldn't live past the age of four or five. So I always kind of had this expiration date on me without maybe not even knowing it, it was kind of subconscious because it's not like my family talked about it on a daily basis. But it was kind of like the elephant in the room. And because of that, I really never wanted to be disabled. I didn't want to be different. I wanted to be like everyone else. So I just kind of pretended that I was like everyone else. I um, Like when I got to be older, I would make a hotel reservation and my parents would say, well, did you ask for a wheelchair accessible room? And I was like, no. So I would have to call back and do it. And it seemed like if you've never been disabled or in a wheelchair it's like how do you not do that but um I was in such denial of my what was sitting right in front of me that um my mind was able to do it you know I just kind of would put it in the back seat it wasn't in front and center to how I lived my life which couldn't be good but um in this instance it was just kind of denying the obvious so when I finally acknowledged right. and recognized that, hey, I am in a wheelchair and there is a greater purpose to me being in this wheelchair, 
that's when I was able to uncover my purpose. Okay, that's exciting. We might just, ah, it's such a great topic to talk about because no matter who you are and what challenges you have in life, what I've discovered, you know, that the thing, the obstacles that we have are our greatest, greatest gifts. That's what we were here, we're here to do, if you like. Uh, I, I know it for my own life and I just, I see it so much. And if you celebrate that or share it, then other people are able to then change their life maybe faster than you changed yours. So Sarah, just I'm going to recap just a little bit. So you're from California, yeah? Yes. And I imagine, um, you know, um, well, I'm from New Zealand, so that's the other side of the world. And, you know, we obviously, no matter where you're from, um, it poses challenges. But um, tell me a little bit, bit about, you know, so tell me a, bit, a little bit about you and your background, a little bit about that. So when I finally acknowledged who I was and I'm someone in a wheelchair, it doesn't define me, but it is part of me. Um, I was able to uncover that I'm supposed to be speaking up for people. Um, they can't speak up for themselves. A lot of times when people are disabled, they, they can't speak up for themselves. They need advocates. So I became a school yeah. psychologist so that I can help identify kids in the school system that are disabled and need, need special supports to help them get through their education. And hopefully they can learn how to advocate and do that for the remainder of their lives after they're done with their, with their education. Wow, it's so fantastic that... Um you know, that you've chosen that as a path, but also like, I imagine it's probably quite rare having someone with a disability helping others with disabilities, you know, like it's, you don't hear of that very often and that makes perfect sense to me. Right, well, and there's this expectation that if you're disabled that you you won't have a full-time job, you won't have a typical life in terms of, you know, finding yeah. a partner and having kids. And I've managed to do all of that. And I think part of it is because I have finally embraced who I am. But then I also don't set limits on myself. Like if I want something, I figure out how I'm going to do it. It's not going to look the way everybody else's looks when, you know, I had to, I met my husband in a chat room 20 plus years ago before it was a thing. And everyone was afraid he was an axe murderer. Oh, wow. So, um, like I, I <laughs> yeah. So we had I, I figure out how I'm going to meet the goal, and the end looks a lot like everyone else's, but the path to get there is very different. And I've realized that being different yeah. isn't bad; it's just different. And once you embrace that, then there there's no limitation to what you can do. Yeah. So um, tell me how, so uncovering your own purpose, I mean, there must have been an aha moment. What do you think? Can you, can you identify that or? 
Yeah, well, I was working in a job where I was using my arms typing like 40 plus hours a week. So it was full time plus. And um, my arm just wore out because, like I said, I'm really weak due to my my disease. Yes. And um, my body just got to a point. It's like, no, this is not what you're meant to do. And if you can't see the little signs Mm -hmm. along the way, I'm going to make it so it's you can't avoid it anymore. And I, um, I just had to stop working. Then it's like, well, gosh, what do I do now? Cause I had finished my undergraduate degree in college and I still didn't know what I wanted to do. And I think when you're looking for something as hard as I was looking for, what was that? What was my next step? Um, it makes it even harder to find it. Like the, but when you kind of take a step back yeah. and reevaluate things, things kind of open up for you and it just it like you said it just kind of sitting there staring me in the face it's like oh I can help people and oh I like doing this I'm kind of like a detective trying to figure out why the student isn't learning as well as they maybe should typically learn and so I got to put all of the things that I enjoy intellectually and combine that with an experience that no other school psychologist typically has. And um, I've, I've been able to, I think, flourish at my job. Yeah, that's so amazing. I mean, you know, having spent so many years denying the kind of the very thing that is now your passion, it just must feel so... I don't know, um, freeing, really. It is. Once I gave myself the permission to to be okay with who I am, once I began to accept and love myself just the way I am and not trying to be someone else or something else or fit inside that round peg, even though, or that round hole, even though I was a square peg, once I, I you know, became okay and came to terms with being the square peg, that's when everything opened up for me. And I know you have a bigger purpose even still. I mean, you would love to help other people, not just be in the school, wouldn't you? Absolutely. So now um, I've kind of, like, I think purposes kind of change with the seasons of your life. And without the season of acknowledging who I am and what I am and the gifts that I have through my disability um, and working to help other disabled people. Um, I wouldn't have what I need to move on to my next purpose, which I um, feel is helping other women identify their purposes through it kind of teaching them how to take that step back and, and look at what's in front of them and acknowledging and embracing and celebrating what makes them different instead of trying to be the same, just, you know, just like everyone else. Yeah. I know when people talk to me about their purpose, um, often they'll say, but I have no idea what it is. You know, for example, someone loves to paint and they love drawing and they just, when they talk about it, they light up, but they have this belief underneath that which says yeah but all artists are poor I could never do that as a job you know I wouldn't know where to start or someone I bumped into about a year ago who 
loved interior design. So she'd gone and done her study and um, managed to make this, do the study and the work at the same time. But then leaping into that as a job and leaving another job, she was like, oh, you know, I can't do it. And it's sort of about asking the right questions, isn't it? Because for her, I said to her, well, is that true, really, that you can't? I mean, you managed to survive um, when you were, uh, I think she went down to part-time or whatever, you know, could you live off your husband's wage? And she said, oh, well, we'd have to change our lifestyle. So, you know, no doesn't necessarily mean no. We just make up the story about that no being impossible, right? Absolutely. And that's a huge piece of what I teach is that the story that we tell ourselves about who we are and what we can and can't do is not necessarily the truth. So we need to rewrite that story in a way that, like, if you were to write, you know, a a movie or a TV show with a heroine, what would that heroine do? Become that Mm. person. Like, just find a way to step outside of who you are and, and look at it from a different perspective. And and just because, like, even if you can't make it your full-time job doesn't mean it isn't your purpose. Like, no one said that your purpose yeah. had to be your your, your 40-hour-a-week job. It, it just has to be something that kind of fuels you to, yeah. to make a difference in the world. Yes. Yes. So... And I know that people often, so for example, if they say, well, I have no idea what it is I want to do, um, it's really about asking the right questions and digging underneath that. Because when you layer that belief on top, I don't know what it is, then that's very difficult for the purpose to surface because you know, you've got this recording going in the background and your subconscious going, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. But if you were to just push that aside for a moment, what if I did know? I love those what questions. What if? What if I did know? What if it was staring me right in the face, you know, and then they could start to go, well, what do I love doing? You know, those are the questions I love to ask, you know. What do you love doing? And, you know, people always love doing something, right? But maybe they haven't connected the dots with that something. Like, for example, someone loves to write stories, but they think, well, I I don't know if I want to be an author, but maybe there's other things they can do with that writing stories. Absolutely. There's always another way to think about things or to step outside and and to look at it from a different angle or or even ask people closest to you, like, what do you think? Um, is my great, what do, what do you think makes me happy? What do you think is my greatest gift? Um, you do have to be careful with who you ask that to. Um, but if you trust a person and if you have that, that trust and that bond with them, then, you know, ask for feedback from them. Sometimes, you know how they always say, the way that you find your Mr. or Mrs. Right is by stop looking Sometimes you need to stop looking for your purpose too, because when you look so hard, you you kind of you kind of like just you make it so you can't find it because you put, like you said, all those mental obstacles in front of everything else that you have to clear out. Yeah. So um, I really want to know a little bit more about 
you, you know, you're, I mean, you must have had some massive challenges in your life. And so I guess what I'm trying to get across is, um, you know, everybody's challenges are unique to them, right? But um, I think we blow them out of proportion, you know, like your challenges will be unique to you, but I can imagine they would just be massive. So talk a little bit about that. Well, my day-to-day life is one challenge after another. Like I need help getting out of bed. I need help getting dressed. I need help going to the bathroom. Um, There are a lot of things I can do on my own, but those are those things I said I need help, but those are major things. Like if those things aren't checked off the list, nothing else is happening. So I've, um, you know, I've done lots of planning and problem solving and, and creative thinking with, you know, my support system. And we have someone that comes in to help me now. And um, I think sometimes it's really hard for people to ask for help and accept help. And that is a luxury I've never had. Like I've always had to ask for help. And I think that has turned out to be a great gift um, that when I need help, I can ask. Um, Yeah, and I would imagine like, you know, it's sort of like um, I'm trying to think of the person's name. I mean, I know there's been stories about entrepreneurs around the world who just haven't taken no for an answer. They might have had to try something 40 or 50 times before they actually get to the finish line, you know. And I think as adults, we often give up, you know, like you think of a little kid who's learning to ride a bike or they're learning to, I don't know, whatever it might be that they're trying to do. And let's say that 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 is what they're learning to do and then they fall off. Well, the parent, if they're a good parent, would not say, oh, that's it, you can't ride the bike, you know, give up now. They would encourage them to get back on and have another go, encourage them to get back on. And I would imagine that it must have been a huge challenge because you would have had to keep yourself going. For example, even working in the in at the school that you're working at, I mean, you would have had to convince them probably that, you know, um, you know, everything that you need, it's okay, you can make that work. You know, I don't know. I can, I can imagine you would have had to overcome some massive hurdles. Absolutely. Um, I assume, and maybe this is wrong on my part, but because of past history, I assume that everyone I meet will see my physical disability and assume that I have a cognitive disability as well. So I feel like I have above and beyond to prove my intellect, to prove that I am just like them. I just sit in a wheelchair. And that has definitely stretched into my job where I had to fight at one point to to say, no, these are very small accommodations I'm asking for and I am capable of doing my job. And uh, yeah, it's been a fu- one fight after another, but it, like you said, it, you can't give up. I, I love this. Um, there was a study done where they had, they gave kindergartners paper clips and they were asked, you know, how many th- different things can you do with paper clips? And the kindergartners, so, you know, they're like five they can come up with a hundred different th- ways to use a paperclip. You ask an adult, it's how many different ways to use a paperclip? It's one. You put papers together with it. So as, as we <laughs> older, we stop thinking 
creatively and we stop using our imagination. And I think that's a huge gift that we need to tap into um, in order to solve the problems that we face day to day. I love the story you told me the other day that when we were um, chatting, um, it was about your son and, you know, that um, COVID has been been in lockdown and, I mean, we're so lucky in New Zealand we're not locked down or as as we speak we're not. Um, But, you know, he was finding it a real challenge and he was, you know, kind of a bit upset about that. And I think you, oh, well, I'll let you tell the story. You were just trying to find that positive. Right. So um, we were doing our nighttime cuddle and he was upset because he wants to see his friends and I get that he wants to see his friends. It hurts my heart that he doesn't get to, be with his friends and have the typical ex- experience that he should be having as a 10-year-old. But instead of focusing yeah. on everything that was bad about the situation, I said, okay, well, let's talk about what's been good out of this lockdown. And we were able to list, you know, 10, 15 different things in just a few minutes. And I said, that's what we need to focus on. We need to focus on the positives so that we can help get through this time because it doesn't do us any good to think about what's wrong with the situation. We need to just focus yeah. on, on the good and, you know, that way we'll all be better off. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I I just I love that because every time I've had a slump or I just need to stop and think, okay, what am I grateful for, you know, what have I got that's good? What can I hang on to? And it just changes the way you think about it. It just lifts it. And I will give myself a challenge. I have to come out with 10 things that are great before I can do anything else. I can remember a friend of mine challenging me to do that. And when I was had hit a roadblock, and by the time we got to the 10th, I was feeling so much better. Oh, yeah, because you can't, your brain doesn't allow you to stress and to be grateful at the same time. So it can only yeah. be one or the other. So if you're focusing on being grateful, the stress kind of goes away. So if I um, come back to the topic that we were talking about it today, which is, um, you know, celebrate your difference, uncover your purpose. What's, you know, what are you... <laughs> What's kind of two things that you want to leave the listeners with about celebrating their difference and uncovering their purpose? Well, I think the first thing is to just give yourself permission to look at your life in a different lens. You know, look from a different angle. What what what's looking what's staring at you directly in the face that you're missing because you're just looking at it the same way you've looked at it day to day the past however much time it's been. Because a lot of times, if we just take a different view of it, take a different lens, we can see things that we weren't able to see before. The other thing is, I I would give yourself permission to to stop thinking and worrying about it. You know, when you give yourself a break, your brain keeps working on it, even though you're not focused on it. You know, in your in your in your consciousness. So if we can just give ourselves a break and give ourselves some grace and just give ourselves permission to take a step back and to just kind of be, and then maybe examine it in a week or in a month or at another date. Um, 
just to kind of give yourself that breathing space that you need to help find some, find it. Because it's there. And your breathing space, I know, came from, you know, you were burned out and your job 40 hours a week typing all day and you had to do it. You know, either the universe will force you to stop. Gosh, I've had that happen to me before. Um, or you make the conscious choice to stop and look at it from another angle, you know. I know which one I'd rather choose now that I know that, and I'm sure you would as well, but sometimes it takes for us to just hit that burnout or that, you know, and then we go, ah, and then we think, wow, why didn't I do that before? But, you know, we all come at life from different, you know, different lenses, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah, it's amazing what space can give you. Oh, it's so amazing. So tell me just you've, so you've written a program and you've got something else that you're about to release. Do you just want to tell us, um, you know, what the name of that is and then I'd like you to share your website so people can jump and have a look. But I will share um, Sarah's details in the description box. So um, the new program I'm releasing is called Destination Tomorrow, and it's about envisioning your future in three different ways. So we look for a guiding word, we look for a vision statement, and then we do uh, the vision board. And I think just having those different filters and those different layers gives us more um, perspective, and it helps, um, like helps us filter out, is this something that I can see myself needing to do now for my future self or is this just something to please someone else and it's not going to um help promote me toward getting to my future dreams because i think in order to achieve our dreams we have to first be able to envision them so we know what we're working for so that's what um, that program is great that sounds fantastic now your website address is sarahmanuel.com and um, it would be backslash destination dash tomorrow. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to put those links in the description box um, so everybody can jump in and have a look. I have so enjoyed talking to you today and I know that this will be one of a series of podcasts because there are many other topics that we could talk about in here. Um, yeah, but thank you, thank you, thank you. I know our listeners will love it. Well, thank you so much for having me, Fiona. This was fun. Yeah, oh, yeah, I love podcasting. I just love it because it's really about storytelling and who doesn't love a good story, right? Absolutely. So that was, um, we've been talking to Sarah Manuel today about celebrating your difference and, unco- and uncovering your purpose. Thanks for listening and we will talk to you next time. Thanks for joining me this week. If you enjoyed the content, remember to click the like and subscribe buttons. You can also follow me on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. Bye for now.